the prophet Isaiah speaks to us today. He writes and speaks and says, So shall he startle many nations. Because of him the kings shall stand speechless. For those who have not been told shall see. Those who have not heard shall ponder it. Good Friday is a day for us to be speechless. And it's, for myself at least, very humbling to say much of anything today. My sins, my failings bring about the torture, suffering, and death of Jesus Christ on the shameful cross. Not much to say. But even though we are startled, speechless as we are, ponderers and thinkers that we are called to be, hopefully at least this day we can be present, fully present, attuned to this painful yet beautiful reality. Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, dies for us, dies for every single one of us today so we can start to truly live in the loving shadow of that great cross, the great victory won for us this day as well. That's the real reality that brings us here to this day, and we can at least speak to that. We can at least speak to that. Because we're posed with many questions and many things today. As we heard in today's gospel, shall I not drink the cup that the Father gave me? Shall we not drink the cup of suffering that is presented to us today? Shall we not enter into this mystery today and drink of the reality of our lives that cause this shameful day? that caused the whole world to be startled even to this very moment. That the great cross we venerate today both shames us, but also becomes the new nexus, the new reality for our lives together, a new way of living that transforms our very suffering, our very pain, the very fabric of our lives into something truly new, something truly authentic and worth living. One of the great fathers of the church, St. Leo the Great, once reflected on this great passion of Jesus Christ. He says that, for who could overcome the world's hatred, the blast of temptations, the terror of persecutors, had not Christ, in the name of all and for all, said to his Father, your will be done. Your will be done. These are the words. These are the words along with the cross that should always be inscribed on the very deepest recesses of our hearts that we truly must live as Christ and his church has truly commanded us to do and wants us to do. This is not an easy task. It should force us to be more speechless and more startled by what it truly means every day of our lives. But as Christ tells us today, we do simply just have to drink the cup that our Father has given to us. We have to drink that cup that each one has been given. It's very unique. Different roles and vocations are caught up in that cup. But each one has been given the grace and strength to do it. Of course, when we do so, we, yes, we do come into conflict. We come into conflict with ourselves, with the very aspects of who we are. We come into conflict sometimes, yes, with our friends, with our family. And of course, sometimes we will certainly come into conflict with the world itself. And it could be scary. It can be startling, and sometimes it could be truly overwhelming for every single one of us. But if we don't allow this conflict to happen, if we don't drink that cup, if we choose not to be startled today and not truly ponder Jesus' death on the cross, 
we really won't come into contact with that reality that God truly wants us to experience. And ultimately, we end up living a life of lies that will not satisfy our true desires, our true purpose, our true lives together. That's the reality of what this day presents to us. It's not always easy, but we don't do this alone. We do this truly as the body of Christ. We do it with the great strength of the cross that inspires us to this very day. And if we have the great courage to face this reality, then great things truly can happen in our lives of faith. If we don't, as Pope Emeritus Benedict once wrote, we start to live a life, but it's a distant life. It's a life that is distant from the real reality, from the real present-day moments that is always about us, that real relationship with God and his church. We end up living a, a temporary life, so to speak, the more we separate ourselves from the reality of this day. We kind of get stuck in this kind of really temporary way of living that ultimately doesn't satisfy. If we start to turn away our lives from what we experience this day, if we turn away from the cross, we turn away from the empty tomb that awaits us on Easter Sunday, we don't truly get to live. We don't ex- get to experience the real presence. We don't get to be really present in our lives as well. We just start to be people who literally just pass by and are kind of ghosts in our own lives. Today is a day about finding a love that only finds itself by losing itself, by dying to itself. But once we experience that, then that truly becomes real. That becomes the real present. It's an amazing thing. It's a paradox, as we know, as we've been taught from our very beginning when we start to learn about life and learn about our faith. But that is the true life. By abandoning all things, by losing it, we discover it in its full. We start to experience real, actual love. The love of God, the love of the church, and love that has been given to us to share freely every day of our lives. That love that finds itself by losing itself. That's what's drawn us here today. Yes, we're startled, and yes, there is suffering and tears today, but there is also the great love that speaks to the very essence of who we are as brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. That's the real reality. We get to experience real life today in the death of Jesus. It's a beautiful thing, and it's a painful thing, but it's the real thing. The more we get to experience what real love is, its willingness to lose itself for us, then truly, we truly become real actors in our own life. We truly become truly present, both now and hopefully in the world that we're being drawn to, that life in heaven. And all this happens as John, the gospel writer, as John, the eyewitness, tells us in this gospel today that we can truly believe. We can truly believe in the God who loves us so much that even as we're startled and speechless today, we can truly be present and see how far God's love is willing to go for every single one of us gathered here today, all those gathered throughout the whole world, whether they realize it or not. We have a day today where we get to truly ponder the great love of God, the great love that is present to us, that we get to venerate in the cross, receive in our holy communion this day as we pray for all those in the church. As we truly venerate Christ on the cross, we truly get to come to believe in him, who is pierced for our offenses and crushed for our sins. That's the real reality. Today, we hope and pray that, yes, as our sins have brought about this terrible day, that we truly can be saved. 
Then that last day, if we, like Jesus Christ, have decided to drink the cup that God has decided to give us, we can truly hope in the great things that await us. As we, as we beautifully heard sung, commend our spirits in the hands of our loving and merciful Father, he bestows upon us a real authentic life, a life that gives us the great grace to be who we are always called to be, his beloved sons and daughters. So let's truly commend our hearts and spirits into the hands of our loving God. Let's truly be present this day. If we're a little speechless, that's okay. God will speak to our hearts and speak those words that he promises us, well done. You've lived your life. You've drunk in your cup. Now please join me for the rest of your days. Amen.